Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Believe in Bingo podcast. Solomon Wilcox right here on Bally Sports Ohio. And right now, we want to welcome to the show one of my very good friends, PFF's senior analyst, John Costco, joining us on the show. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Solomon. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you because we needed someone to help feed our brain some really important information. As you well know, Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills are going to meet in the Sunday night game. This has become quite a rivalry. It was the Bengals who prevailed in the divisional round of the playoffs, 27 to 10. In that game, the Bengals, I thought, took the edge by their ability to run the football. They went for well over 100 yards rushing in the game. In fact, Joe Mixon had over 100 yards rushing by himself. It gave them, I think, the physical edge as well as a tactical edge with guys like Matt Milano out. They're missing some pieces on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, how does the data maybe support the Cincinnati Bengals and their ability to run the ball on Sunday night in this game? Yeah, I think the Bengals are kind of starting to find their their stride, you know, and what, big part of that is Joe Burrow being healthy. And, and you know, when you look at the Bills defense, They've actually been better since Matt Milano's gotten hurt uh, against the run. The first four weeks of the season, they were allowing 6.2 yards per carry, which I don't have to say they were the, that was the worst mark in the NFL through the first four weeks of the season. Uh, since then, they, they've been one of the, uh, you know, middle of the pack at 4.0 yards per carry, which is, you know, fine, not great or anything like that. But the biggest thing is that from a, a non-garbage time situations, they've actually been the eighth best in success rate allowed on, against the run. So they've been better the last four weeks. Kind of that is part of game script. Some of that is, you know, who who the opponent is and everything. But I think for uh, the Bill, you know, for the Bengals, they, they're, they're starting to hit their stride. Um, and, you know, but the Bills are also playing really good football right now, despite not having uh, Matt Milano. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals are coming off an impressive 31-17 win out on the West Coast against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, all the inquiring minds in Cincinnati want to know, uh, the Bengals did a smart thing. They put Joe Burrow under center, and lo and behold, they were able to run the football. Uh, what does the data show or even suggest uh, to why putting Joe Burrow under center helped this offense to improve? I think it was a wrinkle that the 49ers weren't expecting in this game uh, because over the past three years, the Bengals have not been good when they do go under center. So first, you know, eight, six games of the season, uh, the Bengals have only been under center a grand total of 14 times all season long. They weren't very successful with it, uh, but in this past game, they were under center 14 times. So they doubled their season total. And I think it was a wrinkle that the, uh, the 49ers just weren't expecting. Now, when it comes to like how good the Bengals have been over the years, they, they just they're not very good when they do go under center. Uh, Joe Burrow is at his best when he is, is out of shotgun, uh, but it does give him a different element where you know the play action game can be more effective that way because when a quarterback turns his back, or you know linebackers bite up, they they bite on that run. They're they're much more they're trained to basically do that uh, since the existence of football for the past hundred years. So I think that's where it where it helped. It was a wrinkle that the 49ers probably didn't expect. And and it was, you know, good on the Bengals for for executing that and, and exploiting that. What does the data show about Joe Burrow's improvement? Because he looked uh to be um completely healthy for one against the San Francisco 49ers, but much more effective, much more elusive in terms of his mobility. Um, in what ways does the number support uh his his ability to play at a much higher level? in week eight 
than what we saw at any point during the season. I think the biggest thing for that is he's healthy, right? Like when Burrow is healthy, he's one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. You know, you might, you know, obviously most people say Patrick Mahomes right there, but when he's healthy, he can deliver it as accurately as any quarterback in the NFL. This past game, his passing grade is an 85.7. He had basically just one bad throw, which was a dropped interception, Um, but he was a 9% big time throw rate. Um, You know, and it was also, you know, look at it too. He's a guy that generally does hold on to the ball sometimes a, a longer than, you know, you'd want him to. Uh, for the first, you know, seven games of the season, six games of the season, he was holding it at on, under 2.5 seconds every single game. This one, he was at, averaging 2.7 yards, uh, 2.7 time to throw. So he was able to hold on to the ball, let the routes develop for just a split second longer. Uh, and part of that was from a from a play action standpoint, they, they utilize that a lot more in this game. But for him, he was just, he just looked healthy, and that's a huge part of his game. Yeah, not only because of his mobility, but I think the offensive line did a much better job of protecting uh, Joe Burrow week seven against the San Francisco 49ers defensive line that could really get after the quarterback. I thought they did a good job of neutralizing Nick Bosa. So how prepared is this offensive line to protect Joe Burrow against the Buffalo Bills defense that's got Vaughn Miller back on that line He's back from uh, that ACL injury from one year ago. Yeah, you know, the, like I talked about the play action pass, they, they, up until this past game, they, the highest that they'd done all year long was 20%, and that was week three against the Rams. In this game, you know, obviously when you have when Aaron Donald, you want to try to uh, neutralize him. They got Nick Bosa on the other side. They, they cranked that up to 33%. So with play action, obviously that neutralizes the pass rush. They have to honor that run first, and then try to go after the quarterback. It gives Burrow that split-second extra time to find the open receiver. And when you got guys like, you know, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd, an extra split second is going to allow them to get open. So I think with with against the Bills, you're probably going to see a lot of the same uh, to neutralize that pass rush, get that play-action game going, and Burrow can pick them apart like he did the 49ers. Well, John, uh, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, I consider him to be really one of the more ultimate weapons at the quarterback position. He can hurt you with his legs, can hurt you big time with his arm. He can make all the throws needed to carve up any defense. However, he's got this turnover quotient to his game. What does the data suggest that what is Josh Allen doing when he's at his best? What's happening to him when he's at his worst? The biggest thing that you know I see is is when his offensive line gives him the time, he's he's going to be one of the best in the NFL. His passing grade is a ninety two point five when he when he's kept clean, uh, and then he's all he also holds on to the ball a very long time, more than two point five seconds. At uh, he has a third highest grade, has a second highest passer rating when he when he holds it over two point five seconds. His he holds it on to the ball the eighth longest in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Where he is at his worst is when you get pressure on him. If he if he can't can't get uh, the clean pockets. He his passer rating drops to a seventy nine. Uh, his passing grade drops to a fifty eight. And then if you also get quick pressure on him, his his grade even drops further to a forty seven point two. So and he he tends to throw those his interceptions when he's under pressure. So if you can get the pressure on him, uh, that's where he's at his worst and where he can be a, a bit vulnerable. He's also proven to be more turnover prone down inside the red zone. So. Um, that leads us to ask this question about Lou Romo's defense is going to have to defend against Josh Allen in the Sunday night game. Uh, the Bengals defense right now tied for fifth with 13 overall forced turnovers 
uh, entering the Sunday night game in week nine. Um, talk to me about what you're seeing from Luana Romo's defense, particularly when they have such a young secondary this season. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole scheme standpoint, right? So he's multiple in the back end and in the front end. So you don't know where the pressure is coming from on any given play. And you also don't know what your what coverage on the back end that you're going to get. He likes single high the most. You know, he's over 55% in single high coverages. But when you get into two high coverages, you don't know if you're getting cover four, cover two, maybe quarter, quarter, half, that type of stuff. So you, you don't know what you're getting. So when, what that does is allows the, the, the you know, the pass rush to get to the quarterback faster or just a little bit, you know, gives them the extra time to get to the quarterback when the quarterback has to hold on to it for just a tick longer. Uh, and you got those guys up front and, and Trey Henderson and Sam Hubbard who are, are just relentless at getting after the quarterback. And they're really good at winning, you know, not only early, but also late in the down to get to the quarterback. So it's a whole scheme type thing. And, you know, they got some, the guys that they have in, in the back end, some of them are new. Some of them are also, you know, guys that have been there for a couple of years. So it's a good, they have a good mix of, of veterans and, and young guys. What does the data say about this Buffalo Bills offense recently in their week eight game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They had four guys with at least five receptions, including their tight end, Dalton Kincaid, uh, who's a phenomenal player. Uh, they spread the ball around Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, of course, um, what do you see in terms of the matchup between that young secondary for the Bengals and a real, um, I think, a diverse group of playmakers for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, I think the Bengals match up pretty well. Um, they've, they've matched up well in the past, obviously, in the divisional round game. They had a number of the same guys. Tolton Kincaid is, you know, maybe a, a different type of animal from the tight end position that they haven't seen all year. Um, you know, they obviously they had George Kittle. Kittle kind of, you know, picked them apart in this last game against the 49ers. So if, if Kincaid can, can be that weapon that the Bengals struggle against, that might be the, the, you know, the, the X factor in this game for the, for the Bills. So I think from a, from the rest of the guys, they, they usually have done a really good job at, at neutralizing their, their slot weapons. Um, and I think that, you know, the Bengals from a scheme standpoint do really match up well against the Bills here. Yeah, one of the things that was lost uh, in the 49ers game where the Bengals played really well. They were able to put pressure on Brock Purdy for three turnovers uh, from San Francisco 49ers quarterback. But they did allow two receivers to gain over 100 yards in that game. George Kittle, the tight end, Brandon Ayuk as well. Uh, but the Cincinnati Bengals were so good at providing pressure and then playing well on the back end. The linebackers were really involved in the pass coverage. I want to turn the attention to the Cincinnati Bengals offense because Jamar Chase, John, has been on a tear. What does the data suggest um, that this will continue in the Sunday night game against the Buffalo Bills defense? I mean, it, it generally doesn't say very good for the for Jamar Chase because the Bills defense is actually really good. You know, you look at uh, the elite teams that they've gone against and especially a, an elite passing attack. Tyreek Hill didn't do very much against the Bills in week four. It was the uh, one game that the the Dolphins kind of were stymied in terms of their offensive firepower, um, and it, they did a really good job of of mixing up their coverages to to neutralize what the the Dolphins do well. Um, but this is Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Like it, we've seen it before, where you know elite talent wins out, right? And I think Jamar Chase at any moment can can get you a 200 yard, three touchdown type of game. And it doesn't really matter who you're going up against. He's done it against the Ravens in the past, who we know have one of the best secondaries in the NFL. So I think, uh, you know, from a data standpoint, it doesn't look good, but 
you know, talent. The, the game's not played on paper. It's all it's all on the field. And, and Jamar Chase has the talent to be able to do, you know, continue his 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 tear. One last question. What can you tell Cincinnati Bengals fans about the Cincinnati Bengals offense that literally is just beginning to hit its stride? We've yet to see T. Higgins have the big kind uh big time game that we're accustomed to seeing from him. Um, what more might we expect from the Cincinnati Bengals offense as we move forward and deeper into the season? Yeah, I think the, you know, you look at what Joe Burrow was how he started out last year. He struggled to, to start the season last year as well. And I don't think many fans really remember about that. Um his his he started with like I think he had the appendix, the, the appendectomy or whatever, where he he was not himself for the first, you know, five weeks of the year. His grading and and you know from a PFF, like an analytical standpoint, looks pretty similar to the start of last year. And then at about this time last year, he really took off um, and the whole team, you know, blossomed, obviously. So I think what with now Joe Burrow healthy, we're going to see that again. And I think for Bengals fans, the patience is, is what has been needed for the first, you know, half of the season. And now they, they're about to take off and hit their stride. Well, this Bengals-Bills rivalry, I think, has gone to a whole nother level after the Bengals went out to Western New York in the divisional round of the playoffs last year and literally shocked the Buffalo Bills. They they were walking around the town over the next week, homatose. They were not expecting that kind of game. So something tells me they're sharpening their knives yeah. for a little bit of revenge, but the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be up to it. This will prove to be a really great game. It could tell us something about what we could expect as we head into the final parts of the regular season. John, I want to thank you for joining us. PFF Absolutely. Senior Analyst, you're the best, my friend. We'll see you again next time, okay? All right. My pleasure, Sally. You have a great rest of your day. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us right here on the Believe in Bengal podcast on Bally Sports Ohio. We'll see you next time. Make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code BELIEVE50. BetOnline has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need, whether it's futures, live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at BetOnline. And again, make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.